This Voice of the Arts podcast is made possible thanks to the Carnegie Museum of Art. You are listening to WQED's Voice of the Arts podcast. I'm Emily Bruner, and today we have violinist Agatha McLeod and pianist Jason Solonas. Welcome, Agatha and Jason. Hi. Hi. Good to be here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, of course. So tonight at 4 p.m. at the Kresge Theater on CMU's campus, you are both performing. Woo! <laughs> it is, Agatha, is your end of the year recital? Am I correct in that? Um, well, it's a chamber music recital chamber that music we put recital. together at uh, Carnegie Mellon with my mentor, Andres Cárdenas. Um, it's actually dedicated to him, Amazing. the recital, because, yes, as you are right, I am leaving school, Aww. finally. Big sad. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, I'm incredibly grateful to him for all everything that he's done for me in the years that I've spent here and how he's directed me to my career, which is beginning now. And, uh, yeah, so we've programmed a Franco-Belgian recital dedicated also to Isaïe, which was, uh, which is my musical grandfather, as Mr. Cardenas studied with uh, Josef Gingold, who studied with Isaïe himself. So we have programmed the beginning, at the beginning, a poem, Opus Number Twelve, uh, Poem Elegiac by Isaïe, and we are finishing the program with um, uh, Frank Sonata. Um, Caesar Frank Sonata, which was actually written as a wedding present to Isaïe wow. for his first wife. Okay. So this is kind of how we programmed it in between. There is um, some Debussy, the short pieces that we are playing, Bonsoir, La Fille avec Cheveux de Long, and uh, La Plus Que Long, are actually the favorite pieces of Isaïe. So, you know, it all kind of connected. Amazing. No yeah, that's really fun. It's full circle for yeah. that. <laughs> well, it sounds like a wonderful program. And uh, you're going to play momentarily in the studio. What are you going to play for us today? We're going to play um, some of the pieces of Debussy. Okay. We'll play La Plouquelon, which was, uh, it's actually, I think it was a piano work first. Yes. Um, and then scored for violin, violin and, strings. and strings because... Debussy had a crush on a, a gypsy violinist, and he wanted, yeah. and uh, he wanted to he wanted her, her to, to play it. it. Yeah. So the premiere of the piece, even though it was originally a piano work, uh, a waltz, um, uh, it was actually you know premiered by a violinist that you know Debussy had a fancied, and and um, yeah, but I it's, think it's, it's a better version. It's, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's. Um, it's such a great, you know, um, such a fantastic work. Great, great piece. Very, char- very characteristic of Debussy's sort of mm-hmm. um, humorous and um, and um, sort of tongue in cheek a lot of the time. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually inspired by a statue that he kept on his mantelpiece. Mantelpiece. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was called Waltz, <laughs> but uh, it's actually the name is very curious if you think about it. La plus que long. It means more than the more than slow, mm-hmm. which really doesn't. It's a little bit of an oxymoron. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And the fact that it's a waltz, you know, actually, it's, it's funny. French waltz, it's not supposed to exist. It's mostly a parody. Like for example, right. Ravel's Laval's. And right. The French Debussy. are always making fun of the Viennese for their waltzes. Exactly. So, so it's, maybe it's, this that's is why kind of yeah, it's his way of <laughs> fun. yeah, making fun of it. Well, then we'll also play the first movement from the violin sonata. Okay, violin piano sonata. The, the, yeah. the other piece, and um, and that's just that the sonata is a fantastic work. I mean, all this, all all three movements is just 
It's top mm. top piece by Debussy. He was writing. It was at the end of his life. He was actually supposed to write six sonatas. He had, he had, by Durand. Yeah, actually. he hadn't written anything for a little while, and they he was with Durand, his publisher, um, at some concert. They were listening to some, I don't know, sextet or octet by Saint-Saëns, and Durand sort of lightly encouraged Debussy to eh, consider writing some chamber music. <laughs> so he set out to write six pieces, uh, six so, uh, sonatas for different instruments, and uh, he he only wrote three. He he because he, he died yeah, in, in 1918, and yeah, the violin was the last last the, piece that he wrote. The last ever. Piece, yeah. I mean, the last wow. piece he published. Yeah. Well, that's quite a special one then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, it has it has everything like you were saying. Earlier. Yeah, it has a little bit. I mean, in, in the in the piece itself, you know, if you listen to the whole thing, it has a little bit of everything that Debussy was so great at. This um, moody, rhapsodic. Uh, kind of writing they let that's a lot of the first movement mm. and there's this um whimsical ragtime poulank <laughs> you know rhythmics you know fun and games that you have in second movement and this sort of you know um bright and warm you know, pastoral sort of french village music you in know that, third, that, that yeah. you, you see a lot of in, in debussy and preludes and things like that so that's the so yeah. it's it's a great it's just a fantastic piece. There's also piece. a Spanish influence in the first movement. Right. Mm. Yeah. Right. It's, oh. yeah. It's a little bit of everything. And it's very it's obvious and it's very quick how he does it. So it's um yeah, he never I mean he never ling and that piece he never lingers on anything too long. Mm -hmm. So you get just enough taste of the various things, yeah. various mo moments and moods. Genius and then it just and then you and then yeah. it goes on to the next thing. So it's all super so really well balanced and it's just it's a great piece that's amazing i'm excited to hear it
last piece you said they're kind of connected um, so why did you choose both of those or well um as i said you know there are there are a few pieces that are sacred for mm-hmm. um for my mentor for mr cardenas because they were sacred for mr gingold because they were <laughs> sacred for <laughs> isaiah i mean or he wrote them and uh you know it's not often played the way it's supposed to be played you know people usually just you know without really knowing the background and the history and the real meaning behind it you know so they are just performed because they're great music but to play it how it deserves to be played it takes a lot of artistry a lot of knowing the world a lot of knowing the history and just the personal connection that we have with these pieces because of Mr. Cardenas is just something that makes it so special for us to play um and you know overall i really we really just wanted to honor the the legacy that has been given to me in my during my time in Carnegie Mellon you've had a special experience being able to study with a person who heard from the source right. in, in terms exactly. of yeah. you know yeah. for the for the for the franc uh, the sonata by Cesar Franck I mean Franck didn't write any really write anything for the violin mm-hmm. other than this yeah and this is the really the only substantial work um he had the, there's the there's the quintet I guess also which is substantial right. chamber chamber work but yeah as a as a solo sonata this is really the only one and he didn't really write for violin in, in general he was an organist mainly yeah. oh wow and a pianist and and, fit, and fantastic you know uh, piano player right and uh and so Eugenia Isai was sort of in charge of kind of finishing the edits on the sonata right. and was the person who was playing it and and you know writing in you know slurs and things for the things that the violinist yeah. would need in the score that Frank like just didn't they bother know, to put in yeah, or maybe course. didn't know yeah. so right, you know the fact that you you got to study with someone who works you know works so the, closely yeah, with the person who you know it's incredible who who had such a big influence on just the creation of the piece as exactly. we know it is it's sort of a special exactly. thing so and what a cool thing to get for a wedding present no right. <laughs> yes pretty good <laughs> a masterpiece famous that's the most famous wedding present yeah know. it's true it's true <laughs> and you know actually what is so special why is it a wedding present is it because of the last movement Oh. It's in a canon which symbolizes two people walking side by side. Oh. So yeah. it's a whole story of how they met, how he met his first wife and you know at the end it's it's just it's very personal this piece. It's incredibly personal. Oh. Did the 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 person who reviewed the premiere said that the that yeah. the, 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 <laughs> that the, that the instrumentalists they weren't together, you know, because you hear one you hear one theme and canon, then a few right. a few a bar later I mean, you hear the, the critic, same theme. The, the critic really messed up that one. I guess he didn't get the piece. No, so. 
so and like, he didn't know the piece and he proceeded to write a critique anyway uh-huh. so what he said was that uh, the pianist and the violinist got lost at the beginning of the last movement and then they didn't get together until the very end that's actually how it's written <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah I was gonna so, say <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poor critic if they keep doing it for a little bit I don't think it's an accident right, anymore right, right. <laughs> um, yeah. well that's wonderful it sounds like a great program um, <laughs> Agatha, you mentioned that you're graduating um, this year, so can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, yeah, I have been at Carnegie Mellon now for, this is my fourth year, I can't even believe it. Um, yeah, I've met Mr. Cardenas in Dallas seven years ago, Okay. and uh, he's recruited me to come and study with him at Carnegie Mellon and of course I came as soon as I could mm-hmm. and very soon I became his teaching assistant as well and you know I stayed because I you know I graduated every year I'm doing the certificate program but I stayed because there's just always so much more to learn from him mm-hmm. and you know I do other things you know I I have I play with the Charleston Symphony um, I you know play in Dallas quite a few gigs a year and um, you know, but I stay here. I stay with Mr. Cardenas because it's just there's like unending knowledge, <laughs> just incredible. And you know, he's always so generous with his time. So we can, you know, even though we are not technically really in school anymore, we always come back and we can play for him. And it's it's really quite inspiring. That is inspiring. That's really amazing. Um, especially since I mean, he's so world renowned and an amazing teacher. So I've heard, and it's an just... incredible human being yes. as well. <laughs> So that's amazing. Um, and Jason, how did you start playing the piano? Oh, I started when I was when I was very little, you know, <laughs> six years old, um, and you know, continued. And at a, at a certain point, I guess, I didn't really see myself doing anything else, and that's that, that's sort of how the, how it went. <laughs> and I mean, here you are. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> so I, yeah. Um, but uh, I love it. I love the, you know, all the things. So the music life are, are very satisfying, and yeah. getting to do a, a great project like this mm-hmm. is you know is wonderful because it. it's the music is just fantastic, and yeah. and collaborating with Agatha is wonderful, and getting to play for um, for Mr. Cardenas also a great thing, and it's <laughs> just, you know it's all around. Yeah, when you <laughs> love something this much, even the struggles become meaningful. Right. <laughs> That is quite true. <laughs> and how did you two meet and decide to perform together for this concert? Well, we, we yeah we met in Puerto Rico oh, last wow. year at the music festival where Jason is an executive director of. Mm-hmm. And we worked together some um, during the semester, a few gigs here and there, and yeah, then we've played we've played quite a few things. We yeah. actually we pre- performed at the WQED. Oh. Okay. Earlier this the year. 50th anniversary. Oh, asking right. Lots, lots Jim of told yeah, me that you guys came earlier, uh, yeah, later yeah. in the day. Um, I was here so, earlier. That makes sense. And then you said you were preparing this concert, yeah. and you just uh, called me and said, "Do you want to play the thing?" And uh, I, 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 uh, I've never, I've never played the Frank Sonata or or WC Sonata, and I've always wanted to. And I said, "Yeah, absolutely." So okay. here, yeah. we <laughs> here we are. Wow, that's a wonderful collaboration. Yeah. And I'm sure you'll have many more in the future, oh, too. Oh, we do. We're quite busy. <laughs> but it's actually, it's actually a very lucky thing is, you know, it comes one after another. We're quite booked. Actually, tomorrow we're driving to D.C. We're performing again in Washington. 
Oh wow! The same program. Mm. The same program. Mm. Yeah. Amazing. Where in Washington? It's a private there's event. A, yeah. Yeah. There's a. I have a friend who is pretty well known, at least in in there in that in the city with with. Uh, piano players, and he has this fantastic place with a couple of wonderful series, instruments. Yeah. And he had he runs a series out of his house. Oh wow! And yeah. has a it has a following, and and so it's very exciting. When we put this yeah. together, is that I called I called him up and you know said if there's a spot on this day, you know, can we do it? And yeah. Said, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. it's only a four hour drive. It's not too right. hard. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I mentioned that because I, I used to live in D.C. So oh, like, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's where I'm based. That's where I live. Oh, that's where you live. Okay, yeah. wonderful. Yeah, D.C. is a wonderful city. I love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh is great, too, though. <laughs> uh, Agatha and Jason, is there anything else you would like to discuss? We're very happy to invite you to our 4 p.m. recital tonight. Or check out the stream on the... Or, yeah, there's yes, also there's a, a stream. live stream. That'll yes. be up for a little while, yeah. I guess. So, yeah, you know. so if you're interested, we would be happy to see you or to hear from you if you watch the live stream. Amazing. <laughs> well, Jason and Agatha, good luck tonight. Thank you. And thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having us. Thanks. This Voice of the Arts podcast is made possible thanks to the Carnegie Museum of Art.